Sip tea, the darker girl is sweeter Feels cool, but it's hotter than a fever Kick back with two of your favorite divas Let's talk, let's talk, come on Start it, give you something you can feel, yeah No faking, we gotta keep it real, yeah Pour it and pull up, see, yeah, yeah and Don't you know it's high time for high tea? Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of The Black Tea. I am one of your hosts, Lucy Stuhl. And I am Booby Blunt's Kool-Aid. How y'all doing? <laughs> yeah! Booby Blunt's Kool-Aid up in the motherfucking house. Y'all, that is all I will be calling Bambi from here on out. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm ready. Uh, it came but to yeah. me in a high fever dream, and, like, seriously, I was like, how has anyone not got to that yet? Truly, uh, you know, all my life I've been trying to find the right nickname, and they never seem to stick. But I think that's the one. This is the one. Booby Blunt's Kool Aid is going to be the fucking jam. You wait and see. She's the one. Yeah, she is the one. So yeah, I that should, was something. I should What's come out as a sexy Kool Aid lady. Oh, you got to be red, of course. Period. <laughs> <laughs> the onlyest flavor, the most top tier of all fucking Kool Aid flavors, but red. like. What's going on with you, Miss Thing? How you doing? Girl, nothing. Um, I just been like working a lot on a bunch of stuff um that I can't talk about. Um Okay, <laughs> wow. It's those famous yeah. teas for me. Okay. You know. Um, but like recently, you know, today, this morning I had to get up because I left my uh grinder at Trade's house and I had to drive all the way over there. He lives in Pilsen. Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. See, this is perfect that you brought this up because our topic of today is love, sex, relationships, whatever the fuck you want to call it or think about it. And um, I want to know more about Miss Bambi's uh, Pilsen trade. Girl. Okay. So. I'm like, oh, I put you on the spot, bitch, but just tell me what you can. You know, you ain't got to give out his business was, or nothing. Right. I was doing the most. Um, I don't know. We've, like, seen each other a lot, and I usually make him come here. And he was like, you know, you should come out this way sometime. And I was like, okay, sure, like, whatever. And I looked it up on the GPS. It was a 30-minute fucking trip. And I was like, oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> so... <laughs> Brave the trip, you know, we did the thing. It was real cute. I was like, I don't hate it. He has a really nice apartment, really nice roommate, really cute cat. Uh, we watched Savage Fenty. Um, it was like, you know, it was cute. Um, oh, I like that. And then I left, you know, the next morning. <laughs> oh, you spent <laughs> the night too? Oh, wow. Girl, girl. <laughs> <laughs> 
Only she said after I'm... that 30 minute drive, I'm staying. Yeah. What the fuck, bitch? That's a whole ass like trip to Indiana. What? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so um I left my fucking grinder there and I woke up this morning and I was like, okay, well, I need to smoke weed before this damn podcast. So I mm. took a whole, you know, 30 minutes there and 30 minutes back damn. this morning just to pick up this thing. Well, and was it, get... was it worth it? Hell to the fuck. Yeah. Hell yeah, it was. You better fucking hit that. I hope you got it. I hope you got a little bit of dick this morning too. Girl, mean... no, look. What? Look. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a very busy lady. I'm on a schedule. Okay. Okay. See, you are like that. See, I love Bambi because Bambi's Bambi's one of them like secret hoes. Like, don't nobody be knowing what Bambi get up to. But then you'd be like, Bambi, what you doing? And she'd be like, it. <laughs> See, everybody know my business because, you know, I'm a loud mouth and I'm like, you know, the sex positive, like, girl who runs the fucking, the queen. you know. Yeah, like that's my that's my like gig. But I like getting Bambi to talk about that shit because she be being so quiet about it. Girl, girl, T. <laughs> I know she, yeah, I know she got some more stories in her. That's why I was so excited to do this do. fucking episode today. I have a lot of stories, actually. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> I can't fucking wait for it. So, like, I'm so excited for our two guests that we have today. We actually have um one of our good friends, Wildcat Shadow, that's going to be joining us on the show later who actually works in this in their day job and can actually, you know, spread some knowledge here about love and relationships and sex and sex in relationships with love. And then we also have um, Chanel Mercedes-Benz joining us, who is just going to basically make us uh, piss our panties the entire time, but also (laughs) has some great fucking viewpoints on black on black love and being an amazing fucking black sexy ass bitch here in chicago so um we should go ahead and jump into this episode what do you say bambi i'm i'm down y'all ready for this y'all ready for this okay that's it we are um let's go ahead and bring in our first guest one of my favorite fucking queens in the city i don't know a person here that is as funny and as fucking amazing to be around as this bitch right here Let's go ahead and give it up for Chanel Mercedes-Benz. Benz. Yeah. Hey, how are y'all? Oh, uh, we're so damn good. Thank you for joining us today, boo. What is the black Thank tea, Thank you for having bitch? me. What is the black Girl, tea, bitch? The black tea is I got black coffee and a blunt, and um, I'm ready to start my day. You ready see, to start the day? <laughs> y'all can't see this over here, but we on a little video chat, and this thing literally just sparked the blunt up. I am so excited. Let me go ahead and grab my bowl, too. Let's go ahead and take a hit together. Okay. I also love this angle for you, uh, Chanel, because it's like, you know, we get real intimate with your gap. <laughs> you know, you can see you can see the skin, girl, the gap, the stubble, and the chaplet. This is the most famous gap in America. It is even more yes! famous than my booty hole. It is like the, it's known everywhere. It's the gap. Let me tell y'all. It is my favorite thing. Let me tell y'all something about Chanel. If y'all don't know Chanel, you know, in Chicago, it would make no sense because everyone should know Chanel. But yeah. Chanel actually is from Dayton, Ohio, correct? 
day in Ohio, OSU. And she drove down here to uh, compete oh in Crash Landing, uh, the comedy cycle, which was rigged, if I remind y'all. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm just saying. Uh, she came down here to compete. It was uh, every two weeks. She drove down here four hours to compete in this competition. And the last... Uh, the last part of the competition was a roast. And, you know, a part of a roast is that you actually know the people that you're roasting. <laughs> and Chanel knew nobody that was a part of this roast. She didn't know what to say about these people. She just went up there and, like, really, really was herself, read the girls a little bit on, on their, you know, physical appearance, you know, thinking light on her toes, and won that whole damn competition not knowing nobody in that audience. And yep. that, and that was amazing. <laughs> Uh, you know, and I knew I from that like, fucking I minute, I knew from that fucking minute, I was like, this one is about to come in here and fucking take Chicago by storm. And she fucking has. It's so glad to have you here and on the podcast today, girl. Thank you. I remember when I first came and you, I was, um, Lucy, you was like, oh yes, bitch, you better. Cause I came in with a bikini on. Yes. Um, <laughs> oh my God. Y'all know Miss Chanel got the body too. <laughs> Girl, half the body before quarantine and before I moved. Um, oh. Now, girl, now the body is artificial, but it's fine. Oh, baby, the body just got padded. It's even better. The body is padded now. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Chanel, what you smoking on? I want to know about that strain real quick. Um, This is... Jack Frost. So I'll be completely upfront. I took a break from selling weed due to the fact that I was buying weed from his like, st- like I had like bought all this Gorilla Glue, which was like really sickening weed and gushers. Yeah, and then he brought over the, the he brought over his shit, and this shit is it's it's, it's like it's fifty fifty. Okay. So like how I started selling. How I started selling weed was like, I only smoke what I sell uh-huh. or, you know, I only sell what I smoke. And I'm like, you know, I smoke this, but I would not support the dolls mindless. That's good, honest business. That's, I, honest. That's honest. That is Weird. good, honest business. And I appreciate that shit. I should be a politician because I would tell nothing but the truth the whole damn time. I and see, the whole damn time. We need some more of that right now. Like they need to tell the truth about, is that man dead yet? Is he, is he dying? Girl, true evil never dies. It's not <laughs> so okay. Bury that. I'm like, uh, we could never be so lucky. If he died, I just like imagine the celebrations in the street. Like the streets have only seen protest like the past, like you know, like couple of months or whatever. It would be like a whole street fair if oh, he girl. died. It'd be like brand new day for the amazing. Wiz. It'd be fucking. It'd be brilliant. Trump Everybody is evil. Evil is dead. Like, can you see a brand new day? <laughs> Kamala Harris is um at a pearl. No. The oh, goodness. <laughs> yes. Okay, so we know what our next uh we know what our next short film is gonna be. We're gonna reinterpret the whiz as the election. Shut up, can we please? Like actually, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's the black people in the street waiting for, um, for um, freedom and liberation. Bitch, I am very here for that. So actually, yeah, we need to remember that one. And if anybody tries to take that shit, you heard it here first on the black tea. The girls are gonna come for you. Okay. 
my lawyer is um the other person on this phone call and they got the copyrights already written up girl hello thank you very much they got the copyrights ready thank you very much so like miss chanel we wanted to have you on the podcast first of all anyway just because being able to key with you and chat with you is a privilege at any and all times and you are one of the baddest bitches in the land and i feel like more people need to know about you and see you and hear that and be introduced to you in such a way because your personality is like fucking a one but um another reason i wanted to have you on here too is just because like we are we are here talking about relationships and like even though i can't get into everybody's business like that i feel like I see that y'all, your relationship is uh, really fucking beautiful and like actually something to look up to right now. <laughs> you know, like, um, can you tell us? Can you tell them a little bit about your amazing partner? All right, so um, I date this guy named Fred. And um, I met Fred when, so I moved here like May 11th. And then I met Fred a week later and I really wasn't like looking to meet nobody. I was like keeping everything super casual. Like I was <laughs> like, bitch, we in Chicago, bitch, new pussy. Like it's time to, yeah. it's time to Fred relax. Homo. Uh, and um, like he had hit me up on Tinder and um, like, like I was like, I went back to Ohio for a week and then um, I came back here and like I, a regular girl was my roommate at the time and um, a regular girl had yeah. a show. So when nobody at the apartment and um, I like hit him back up, like, Hey, you know, I'm not doing anything tonight. Um, and like, he asked me to meet up, but even though I hit him up, I was still like two hours late and it wasn't like, you know, it went like a hookup. It was like, we was going to like some bar in, on like Belmont or something. <laughs> and um, girl, I was two hours late. I didn't show up with any money. I, <laughs> I don't even think I had my ID for real. And, um, like we just like kicked it and had a good time and um like we just like never quit kicking it after it and now we live together oh um sickening yeah and, and, yeah, and that's and like and I, like anytime i do something crazy and he is like what the fuck are you doing i'm like i've been on this since day one girl i showed you exactly who i was when you feel that me. bird who shows up with no money and no id to the bar. <laughs> I was reckless. I'm meeting a stranger from the internet at night with no ID, no money. And I just like showed up to her. <laughs> what did you expect? <laughs> Literally the an- the ancestors fucking guiding your ass and being like, okay. Let's- I told you immediately. But then it's funny because it's just like, you know, like what made me like like him and think that he was like funny is he went to the bathroom and like the waiter had like just brought our like a drink like not too long ago. And he was like, um, you know, make sure nobody touches my umbrella because it was ra- like kind of rainy out. And I was like, well, like who the fuck would be thinking about umbrella when it's like people who can roofie you. Me concerned about somebody getting, me concerned about somebody getting roofied as I travel with no ID in the middle of the night. Um, like I'm, you know, fleeing from somebody. Um, but but we, was, we, we like just had a lot in common and like seemed to just had like been brought up on like the same ideals, I think to a certain degree. Yeah. Um, and then like I had always like 
I don't know, like, prior to, like, moving to Chicago, I, like, lived with my mom um, and, like, you know, had just, like, had to be private about who I dated. Not because, like, my mom wasn't into, like, gay people. It was just that my mom was, like, very, if I got a, if I got a boyfriend, Angie's, like, this my boyfriend, too. And I'm, like, Angie, we not, like, doing this with everybody. Like, you know, every man, every man I bring to the house, it's, like, not time for you to, like, go in the kitchen and prepare a meal for. (laughs) (laughs) You know, so it was just, it was just, like, a very different, like, dynamic, I guess, like, not being here. And I'm just, like, thankful that, like, you know, um, me being serious with him, um, like, didn't, like, blow up in my face because I'd only been here for a year. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, So that's, I was, like, I've, um, like I've 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 really enjoyed like the ride of like being able to like form like I guess like a more adult relationship as opposed to like where my past relationships were like when I was young and um you know could buy pants out of the store, you know, that was just a different time. <laughs> Those are my juvenile days. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no. We all remember and that. I, I think that it's that's super special that you like found somebody like so fresh here too. And we're able to just like be yourself from the beginning of that relationship, because I, I don't know. I feel like that really like cemented like <clears throat> what y'all, what y'all had going because like you really knew who each other were. There was no like hiding anything about that. It, it was also like the fact that like, you know, like m- I feel like money is such a important thing to relationships it can make or break a relationship Absolutely. and um i was like you know what i'm saying like i came here with like a savings but um i also like wanted to go out and i like realized i needed to buy new drag and i like you know was taking ubers and shit um and gas was expensive and um it was just like um for like to be with somebody who is like also like not like judging you because like you're at like not a low point but just like not where you like think like not where you're like meant to actually be yeah like at different places and i mean a lot of that in relationships sometimes that yeah that that shit really doesn't work um i feel like especially towards the end of mine like you know not telling anybody's business or anything but we were in two different places and I felt like I had been trying to be like patient and being like, you know, kind of catch up or like, you know, get here with me or let me help you. But at some point I had to kind of like realize that like, that's just not where they are yet. And they're not even ready. They're not even ready to be there. So like, um, yeah, if you can't, if that's something you can't deal with, like then, you know, you shouldn't just be a part of it, but it's always good to know that there are people that are like, I'm here to ride with you. That's what it is, like, like, you just, like, because, like, shit does get rough, and you just gotta be with, like, you just gotta be with somebody who's, like, you know, like, down, and, like, me and Fred have had our, like, ups and downs, um, but it's, like, good to know that he's, like, along for the ride. I feel like you have to find somebody who's just, like, because it sounds like you have somebody who's just ready to be a partner, you know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? Yes, And, like, just like be ready to be a us instead of a me all the time you know what i'm saying yeah so that's amazing that you found that that's great (laughs) it's nice but also what is scary is because like as a drag queen i'm accidentally a me person and i feel like it's very difficult we all are it's very difficult for like any like man or anybody to date a drag queen due to the fact that it's like absolutely 
Yeah, it's like how how has that been for y'all like dating in drag before like before y'all like had even like just star in drag or whatever? Child. Well, for me, it was like one of those experiences that like it ended up um, kind of working out for me because I was like basically starting drag when we got together. Yeah, so like it actually kind of worked out for me just because I was like beginning like drag as I was beginning this relationship. And this person was just like along for the ride with me and was just kind of walking into this life they had never seen before. And we're just totally ready to be like a part of it, whatever like came of it. So mm-hmm. yeah, I didn't like, I didn't have to experience like the whole, oh my God, like, let me tell this person that like, you know, I'm doing drag, like come out to them in like that kind of way, just because like they knew I was about that life too. Period. Um, I mean, mine was kind of similar. Um, I dated my uh, ex for five years. So we dated in college, then we broke up, and then we got back together as soon as I started drag. Um, So, yeah, there was no real, like, having to explain what that was. But also, I kind of liked my relationship because it was uh, somewhat separated from drag if that makes mm-hmm. sense like yeah. mm-hmm. i feel like a lot of people have their partners like work for them or work beside them because you know we all are like attracted to artists and things like that and of course that just like coincides with like what's going on in the club it's just like a display of different arts and people working together but like yeah. for me personally I, if i had to like see that person where i worked constantly <laughs> <laughs> Like, it just, like, would not work for me. Like, I like the idea of coming home and having something separate from the drag scene or, like, or just, like, someone who is not necessarily as interested as being a part of the drag scene so that I have someone to, you know, talk to about it. (laughs) Yeah. You know? That is true. Yeah, I, um, I felt like even though Eric, like, worked a lot of events and stuff, like, we still kept a pretty separate, like, kind of like mm. life like there were a yeah. lot of people that didn't even know we were together like for for like the longest like but also because... that just like depends on the person that you're dating too because like True. the like the person that i was dating would have definitely loved being in the middle of all the drama so it just wouldn't yeah. have worked out you know what i'm saying yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah no that definitely can be a big ooh, that can be an even worse deterrent when somebody's trying to get up in the business. In the drama. Through, yeah. through your I, business. Girl. <laughs> now I'm the middleman. I'm no longer a drag queen. I'm the middleman. Yeah. Working for myself, working for you, and working for the other people. Trying to yeah. the, um, the white gays in down North Halstead. I can't handle it. Yeah. Uh, honey. Halstead. Honey. The, now, like, the new North Halstead. It's, um, so like, also, wait a second. How, how did you and how did you and Fred meet? You said online? On Tinder. On um, Tinder, okay. Yeah, just on Tinder. And I like, I like, I have been <laughs> I've been lying to everybody else telling them I wasn't a drag queen. I do not know why. I feel like when I tell them I'm a drag queen, like it, it I feel like everything then like makes sense, like as a puzzle, like you know, it'll all go together. But um I used to like, you know, like not tell like guys before. Um and like I just like told him because I like got tired of lying to people like you know about like why I was like just so happened to be in Chicago without no care. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> They're like, what's the doing? Like, 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 like
living in this closet bedroom on an air mattress. So like I really <laughs> literally was like, okay, we gotta make this sexy somehow. Um, <laughs> and um that's like, you know, kinda like ended up how I ended up like, you know, like telling him it was just like real simple because also like he used to do drag um when he was in college oh. so it was just like already like familiar territory I, his name was baby olivia oh. um, <laughs> why do i love that from the color from the color purple yes the baby oh, yeah oh my god i'm living um and so and like his friend had did like fashion design so it was like they were all kind of just like kind of like, I guess like, it was like something that they were like, like everybody was just like fine with. I was like, well, I like started to learn, I guess like in my life that like the only person that has like a hang up about some shit is me. Like the main bitch, the main bitch that's like hung up on the wall is me. It is nobody else. And I've like learned that like, I guess through my time here and specifically through quarantine. Through quarantine, I have like really been like, especially when like the main bitch you battling is yourself. Like you got like, like, I guess, like, learn about yourself and then, like, I guess, like, you know, try to, like, better yourself to tackle the evil side of your opponent. True. Child, if that makes any sense. It no, did. It, totally it does. did. You know, the reason why I was asking, like, where y'all met, because to be honest, as someone who, like, you know, I know it's, like, we can't really, like, get back out there, but just to be, like, looking around now, like, where are all the Black people at? Girl, okay, so I was like, I was like, I was like, do I have the wrong apps or like something? And like, look, I know where I live. I know I live in Chicago. I know that it is the most segregated city in the fucking country, probably like right now. And I still am just like so shocked by being like, why is it? It's not like you live on the north side, though. I know, and that's the thing, and that's the thing I'm saying. Like, I'm like far out west, and I'm still like, where's all the black people? I live um, not too far from you, Lucy, and I, like, go through the same grid, um, and I'm also, like, girl, like, it's, it's not a lot of, um, it's some flavor, but, you know, I don't know. It's not a lot of black men on there, and I don't know where the black man is at, honestly. I'm trying to find the app. I'm, like, can somebody, is there an app or, like, something? Because, like, I just want to, I just want to know. I want to know if it's something I'm missing out on. Not blacklove.com. <laughs> Black Planet, where are you when we need Not you? Not BGC. <laughs> oh my God. I do remember being reckless Girl. on BGC, yes. Like, see, I'm like, I'm like, what's the 2020 equivalent of like shit like that? Because I need to I need to tap into that because I'm trying to decolonize my fucking dick right now and I'm trying to <laughs> 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 yeah I'm like I need to apparently <laughs> I'm fucking apparently go to Hyde Park and get you some good um like some good like chocolate um businessman and a high ride hood niggas yeah. <laughs> actually yeah for real baby <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, bitch, that's like the next step up in here because like for real, I'm like trying to be about that life and actually like question this and just like, you know, because like obviously I've been in an interracial relationship. I have no problem with interracial relationships. Interracial love is love. Like get it. Love who you want to be. Fuck everybody. Mm-hmm. I will continue to fuck everybody. But something that I've been thinking <laughs> about lately is just like now like dating a 
another person of color and like how that would probably change like so much and take away like a lot of the like strife I've been dealing with. I mean, even though I know it's still a relationship and I'm still going to deal with relationship shit. I, I was like, like niggas is it. niggas, girl. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> girl, I, yeah, no, I know, girl. No matter just, what color. I, I know it. I know it. I'm just feeling like, I'm just feeling like having that like connection in like another way that is like so deep. It would just like alleviate some shit. Maybe it's just some shit I've been dealing with for the past 10 years. I don't know. But now it's something that I'm like consciously like thinking of. Mm-hmm. I think I think it's nice. It's, I think it's nice to be with somebody who like, <clears throat> like even if y'all not from like the same background. Yeah, I do feel like with Dan, a black person, there is like a common ground, and there are some understandings, and there, like you know, I'm dealing with this. I feel this way, and you are. It's familiar territory to hear these things, or it's familiar territory. To like, um, like it's like a shared experience to a certain degree. Yeah. Um, which I feel like it is like you know sometimes different to maybe get out of somebody who has been raised from a completely different perspective mm-hmm. as you. Um, and like I don't know, like I always like like I am like a fan of like big like black gay love. You know what I mean? Um, and that's also like not to say that I like am also like you know like anti any other type of love as well. But it's just like how often do we get to see like black gay love and hear about like black gay love and like see how like you know like black gay men are living and um yeah and especially I'm like I'm so, I, I, I saw the Savage um like runway show mm-hmm. and it was just so sickening to see um like the thick like black man the thick yeah. the um I, I I think his name is like Dex something I'm not completely sure but he was like the really thick black boy at the opening and um it was just so sickening to see um like that rep- like to see like <laughs> Bitch, the man titties on TV, girl. The yes. titties are getting their mouth. I also lived. I also lived that he was used as like a dancer throughout the show because you know I feel like a lot of times, uh, is it Dexter? Uh, is Dexter. is always uh is always used for like you know a snippet or doing his like own thing but rihanna was like no bitch you dance get in this background get yeah in this court. For real. Need- when they got on her the sweat was glistening <laughs> wait but I also living. speaking of like glistening sweat the boy the blonde dude with like the uh darker skin who was literally just like busting flips for like oh. five minutes straight Oh I was God. like, was he dancing in the Frank Ocean? Girl, yes. I don't remember. Oh, it was, uh, it was, it was Shay's part. It was like the factory oh, okay. part. Oh, okay. It was so uh, amazing. Shay was sickening. The shoulder shimmy, the hair, the shoulder shimmy, amazing. the titties, the hair, everything, everything. Hair she, by she Edward Scissorhands. That fucking bitch. All right. So before I ask, get two off uh, track because you know we could just go on chatting about anything. Let's go. I will in talk and- for six days. Yeah, literally straight. <laughs> Let's go ahead and bring in our next guest. Um, they are another one of my favorite people in Chicago out here, literally doing the work in the day and the night. Give it up for Wildcat Shadow, y'all. Ram. Hey, Ram. what's good? Oh, uh, what's up, sexy? Hey. Yo. 
<laughs> now so we got now we got trade up in here now. I'm like, I damn. <laughs> I'm smoking my like this, we're real desperate. I'm smoking my bowl through my nose. Oh my god. Because I just had my wisdom teeth pulled out and they were like, You can't smoke for two weeks. Oh I babe. Up on the internet and they were like, You can smoke through your nose. But that shit oh, yeah. be high as fuck. <laughs> Wait, show us how to do All it. Right, Demonstrate. Yeah, let me, y'all are not going to be able to enjoy this, but we will. Mm-hmm. Let me, oh my God. Shut the fuck <laughs> up. This is my favorite thing I've ever seen. Damn, that was a full ass hit, too. What the oh fuck? God. Bitch, that's yes, a full it's ass like hit. doing poppers, except I'm fucked up. <laughs> oh. Okay, wow. so maybe this is how we can smoke during COVID together. Just put it up to your nostril. <laughs> Girl, no, that is still not safe. You bitches, first of all, let's talk about that. You bitches is out here really acting like COVID is not a thing. (laughs) And that is wild to me. These bitches, look, all around America, across America, bitches are out here wilding, all right? Because right now, I'm, I'm like, who, who? I look at these stories and I say, "Bitch, not even a face mask. No shield." She said, "I got gloves. I'm good." I'm like, "What are you talking about, girl?" No, you know what's really fucking crazy? I went to Atlanta to like literally do this private gig and to sit in the woods for like the rest of the weekend. It was so beautiful. And like, do y'all know in Atlanta, they clubs are open? open. Yeah, it's just completely open, girl. Not just Atlanta. Atlanta, Texas, Florida. I was so blown away. And like the, the girls were like, are you going to come out? And I was like, hell no, I'm not coming out to the club. Like, <laughs> like I'm doing this thing I got paid for. And then like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, but every everyone is just like, oh, it, COVID is not a thing anymore. Girl, even in Chicago, people are going to restaurants. And I'm like, why can't, what is wrong with takeout? Man. That's What's wrong with it? Take out food is nasty. Take so out food. anyway, anyway, <laughs> let, let me pull us back together again. Anyway, anyway, back together. <laughs> Let's go ahead and get a proper introduction to Wildcat Shadow. Wildcat, my love, could you tell the beautiful people listening today a little bit about yourself? Uh, all right, what's good? Yeah, so I'm Wildcat Shadow. I used to be Wildcat Howl, but we're moving on. It's a new decade or whatever. Um, Hello. I'm really kinky. I think that's one thing that a lot of people tend to know about me. Um, I'm a sex and relationship coach, and I make music. Yes! (laughs) A sex and relationship coach. Okay, y'all, y'all hear that? Like, Certify is actually can come up in here and speak to some knowledge and uh, help a a few of us out in this situation. So, like, one thing I wanted to ask you is sex during COVID. How the fuck do we navigate that? Yo, it's wild because, first of all, like, I'm having a really hard time with that one because yeah. I, like I, I like to be out here. So, well, not everybody <laughs> in my house is. So, uh, <laughs> so, but people always will come to me and they'll be like, oh, you live with like one of your partners. Like, you must be good. And it's like, do you not know? That an open relationship is about sleeping with everybody's boyfriend but yours. Like, yeah, I'm in the house um, with mine. <laughs> what? 
Like, what I'm supposed to do? <laughs> this dick I've already had, like, it's not even, it doesn't even do all of the things. Oh, my God. Wedding and struggling here. The read. Um, yeah. And like also everybody that I'm like in like a relationship relationship with does not live around me. So we usually travel to see each other. So that's like all the way shut down. I mean, like Bambi was saying, not for everybody, because I got friends out here just well, they ain't my friends anymore, but I know people out here just on the planes, at the restaurants, oh, at the yeah. bar, different bars, not even one. Not even pretending like we're gonna try to make a bubble out of a bar, just different bars. Different um, but bar, yeah, like bar, bar hopping. A lot of the like interacting with other people that I do happens through travel or through conventions yeah. and stuff like that. So I've been struggling too. And I went to this conference of like other sex educators and therapists and blah blah blah, all these people. And that was really like usually we talk about really like pretentious shit that doesn't have anything to do with anybody acting like it's changing the world. But everybody was in there like, so how do we do this? Like, what are we supposed to do here? You know? Literally. Uh, yeah, hours and hours of talking about what it means to have harm reduction in your sex life during COVID. And nobody knows. People are acting nobody. like they know, but nobody knows. Nobody actually fucking knows. So, like, I feel like it's almost one of those things just, like, kind of with, like, um, teaching about, like, STD prevention and things like that with being like, well, I guess we can arm you with the knowledge and hope that you try and do the, the fucking best that you can for yourself and the other people you're, like, interacting with. But, like, yeah, there's, like, no fucking set way. It's crazy out here. Yeah, I will say that a lot of people who were already practicing really strong practices around, like, getting tested together, getting tested often for STIs, mm -hmm have really figured out how to negotiate that moving into COVID and saying, okay, well, I'm going to be real with you. This is who I'm sleeping with. This is where yeah. I'm working. You know, I'm getting yeah. tested every X amount of weeks. Like, this is what I've got going on. Like, there's a level of honesty there. Whereas I see yeah. some people, they're just, they're either struggling with denial or just, they're not even, not even in denial, just out here like, I can't take it anymore. But it's like, the one yeah. thing we know about people is people are going to want to interact with other people and have sex. So you can only do, like, this whole stay at home by yourself, don't do anything, is the equivalent of telling people to be abstinent, you know, mm -hmm. uh, or, only, or only wear condoms. So you can do that for a minute. Like, you can say, hey, there's a new, like, really intense strain, strain of gonorrhea out here, so everybody just wear condoms. Most people aren't going to do that, but a lot of people will. But there's only so long you can get people to practice abstinence of any kind. So we really got to figure out what that looks like. Because as you see, people are just out here. And I'm one of them, too. I just I just had me a little dick appointment. <laughs> Period. See? See, that's, and that's what yeah, I'm trying to get to more out. than anything. More than I'm trying to get to than anything is I want people to start, like, being honest. Like, and I know, like where like the shaming comes from and people think that's going to actually like change something. And like, that's really not going to change people's behaviors. It's just going to have them being sneakier and probably doing even fucking worse shit. If More we were, like, harm. Just, yeah. Like if we were just being fucking like honest about it, like God damn. So like what you said is something I've been thinking about a lot too, because especially seeing as how I was like coming out of this relationship now, like for me, it would be something like about, 
about trust that I would need. I'd be able to need to like trust that person, you know, and them being like completely honest with me in that situation. But like, <laughs> it's hard to connect with that, like on a grinder or a scruff or, t- or even Tinder some fucking time. So it's like, what do you do in comfort? <laughs> like, there's just no answer for it. There's no fucking answer for it. Yeah, somebody at me and let me know. Like, honestly, if you fucking listen and you got a fucking better grasp or idea around that fucking shit, like, holler at me. But, like, you were saying that you were living with, like, one of your partners through, like, this COVID thing. And, I mean, that's a question that I'm going to pose to, like, everybody who's living with a partner. So, Chanel, too. Um, how do you think this is, how do you think, like, going through quarantine together has affected your relationship? Has it made it stronger? Has it, like, shown you some things? Like... I'll go last in this conversation. I felt like for me, it showed like us a lot because it was like, um, we were in a relationship, but then also like all this other stuff was going on. So it was like, um, basically like we went to go see my family, like March, like 11th for my brother's birthday. And then, um, my mom dropped me back off at his house. And then like, we end up just like staying at his house for three months or so. Um, at the this is like at the beginning of like COVID, and then um, I like finally was like, okay, I'm gonna go back to my apartment. So I went back to my apartment and it was like planned for us to like see each other like not ever so often, but we had been together like for three months straight. Um, and we we're like, okay, like let's like you know try to like you know not take some time from each other, but like I can be at home and you can be at home. Yeah. And then um when the protest happened, his neighborhood, um, he was in Pilsen and like, um, they were like, people were like, like black people were getting killed in Pilsen. Yeah. Um, and he like, you know, of course didn't want to like be in that area. So then he ended up like coming to Boys Town um, or Boys Town then North Halstead now. Um, yeah. you know, the temporary name. And so then um, it was just like, you know, it was just kind of like now that we're like, it's like we already, I feel like, have practiced, I guess, like living together and didn't, um, like, like being able to like just like deal with each other, just like really because we both have roommates basically like in one room and like everything else is like common space with other people. So only being able to have privacy in one room, it was just like so much more easier to have like privacy, at least so far, just like privacy and a peace of mind, um, in like a bigger environment, just like curate on your own but like it's still like it's still um it's still like you don't like certain like you know like just like rough things when it comes to like just like how you would like to live as opposed to like how like another person like also would like to live as well like it is like it's it's like in my opinion like it's time to turn the heat on because it is um October and like you know it's cold outside and then like you're living with somebody else who is also paying bills and has a say in this and they're like well you know I really don't think it's time to do that yet you know like you know (laughs) but I'm (laughs) yeah and it's it's just like you know it's it's just like you it's like it's like a compromise to like a certain degree and you eventually just have like to choose like well what hill am I gonna actually die on like am I gonna die on this hill or am I gonna like you know like just go on to like something else and just like you know I guess like that's why I could just kind of learn like a, a really like good way to like compromise yeah. especially like with with the dragon shit like 
also is <laughs> like Fred has become my like personal RuPaul because like I like come he like shoots all. <laughs> oh my god! He's like I don't. He's like I don't want to shoot no bullshit, and so like I come to him with some ideas, and it's very like okay. But how are you gonna make that funny? And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> see, but see, you need somebody the inner that's like, that, like fucking honest. It has, it's it really has like you know like you know I don't know like it's it's been like very like interesting to go from like now just like this is from like being like this is like my partner to like this is somebody who like I like constantly like work with yeah and so it seems like it seems like it's brought y'all together and you got a better understanding of each other and how to communicate what what, what would you say to a certain degree (laughs) (laughs) we still fight the girl oh of course (laughs) that's just like fucking life how? What do you say? I mean, shout out. Excuse me. No, that's good. Um, it's a transition. So yeah, it was. It was, or I guess it still is going. It's been all right for us. Um, I have the privilege to be able to go to another space in my house when I want to. Oh, yeah. So that can, like, you know, that that has helped a lot. I also am in the kind of relationship where this only works to my benefit, but if I'm annoyed, I can put my partner in timeout, you know. Now that's the tea. Because this would be different if we were playing a different game here, but the game that we're playing has been working out for us for the most part. Um, yeah. And but, how long have y'all been together? Um, I love that. Shit, I don't even know. I think six years. Damn. Oh. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's been a minute. Well, fuck yes. So then, like, y'all already was kind of used to each other, though. Yeah. Like you said. Well, the thing is, is we had some shit exposed right before COVID. So I think that, yeah, like that, it was like we kind of had our explosion right before before all this went down. Um, Mm -hmm. So we actually broke up in December. Um, Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah, but I mean, you know, I do that all the time, though. Uh, like at least every other year. I don't know. This one, this one was the realest one though. This one was like the, yeah. the realest, like like the most upset I had been. So we actually broke yeah. up in December, and I mean that was clearly temporary because here we are now. But uh, that was good. So we had. I think if it hadn't been for that, that would have happened during COVID. Like especially right in the beginning, because you know you get sick of people after just being stuck with them for so long. Like, it doesn't matter who it is. It could be your best friend. Like, well, everybody girl, gets on your nerves. <laughs> Bambi, as she's sitting in the house with her two sisters. <laughs> I can only imagine. Like, yeah. I don't know. I think um, I think this time uh, is a huge transformation period. And... Um, it also allowed a lot of us to be able to like kind of look at each other and look at our relationships in a way that we probably haven't had the chance before, like to be able to devote like so much like time and energy to really think about like what was happening for like both of us. And I know a lot of people have kind of seen it just kind of um, kind of highlighted this, this moment of being like, this is not ever going to change for like either one of us. Like, why would we not be trying to, like, live our better lives together, you know? Live our yeah. better lives, you know, like, separately. Um, 
and it's it's one it's one of those where it's like incredibly fucking difficult because you still like love the person and you still like have this thought every day of being like i can't believe this person's not going to be like be in my life anymore but yeah you also just know that it's a thing that needs to be done so um yeah, I don't know. Being able to have this time to like really fucking think and just like kind of be and like sit in my, like my fucking feelings and like the truth has been um, pretty like life changing. Like this is this is a moment in time that completely changed every, everything everything in my life in some way. So I was yeah. there. I was there uh, at the beginning of COVID. I broke up with my, uh, with my ex at the beginning of COVID. And I totally, like, understand what you're saying, Lucy. But, like, I really feel that COVID kind of saved my life in a way and, like, caused me a a lot less, like, struggle. Because, like, with that period, uh, you know, that period of, like, being isolated with somebody, it really teaches you if you're going to be with that person and be able to, like, you know, anchor down and hold that person down when shit gets tough. And, you know, like... Like, I had just gotten engaged, and then, like, you know, it had to yeah. end, like, within four months. And I was like, you know what? Had COVID not happened and we just, like, lived our lives normally, that shit wouldn't, like, I wouldn't have found that out until after the fucking, like, wedding yeah. or some shit like that. So I'm really appreciative for the time that I did get to, like, you know, spend to myself and, like, a spin with myself and, like, you know, really learn to, like, really get myself together. Because also, had I broken up with my partner and still done drag, I wouldn't have, like... Yeah, uh, I still wouldn't have like handled that uh, properly. So I'm glad that uh, I did have this time to myself to like really, you know, get me together, get my life together, adopt my baby, oh. get my new house, you know, yes. Yes. love myself, really. And um, <laughs> I feel like once you really get out of that routine of having that other person around, you'll really just, you know, really be happy you did it. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like keep, I keep looking forward to that. I, I have a, I feel that it's really going to come, but like, that's another crazy thing about COVID is like, now we're in this situation where like, he needs to stay here for a minute. So like, you know, we got to like live together and do it out. And like, I, it's okay oh because God. like our communication is better now than it probably ever was. Um, but it's still just like awkward to kind of be, at this point of trying to process and get over this while this person, you know, is still next to you. I would go to jail, period. I already know. I would I would go absolutely insane. That's crazy. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. But um It's like a work of restraint, you know? Mm, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It's taught me a lot about myself and like what what I would want in the future and what I wouldn't want and yeah, now I'm out here trying to get used to the fact that it's me and this apartment's about to be all mine. Hey. Me, it's myself, and my I. First time living I alone in 36 years. It's happening during a pandemic. <laughs> so it is well, it is a trying time, but but I'm going to do it. I'm, I'm going to be all right. You can do it. You are going to do it. I know. You is doing it. <laughs> I am. Period. You is doing it. No, I want you to be my alarm clock. <laughs> it's going to be just Me in the morning. 
Could you uh, imagine you Chanel know, in the morning? This is a recording, though. Like, I need I, it to I'm be recorded here. so I could mute it and, you know, snooze it. Uh, <laughs> you stay at your house. <laughs> she said, but you stay I was about to house. say, you really do sound like that woman from that song. Get on up! <laughs> Get on! I, re- I think you should sell that. I think you should sell, like, a little alarm clock sample sound. That, that would be sickening. <laughs> oh, I listen here. I'm my next business venture. I will buy it for like five dollars. <laughs> okay, five dollars. Um, um, can I ask y'all something? I got one more question for the group. Yes, Tim Gunn. And, <laughs> Just one did more? it sound like that? Um, yeah. I okay. So I got a little question. Just a little fun question to close this up. I want to know. Is there anything you've discovered about yourself or your partner sexually during quarantine that maybe you didn't know before? Like, is there a new kink? Is there like a new position that's favorite? Like, is there a new time of day? I realize I have a lot of sex during the day. Oh, so you're a day queen. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I thought it was just because of drag, but I think it's just my thing. I like that. I, I like to go to bed. I was like a morning person, and like I used to not think that, but like morning sex is great. I like to Ooh. go to bed. I like I it when I first wake up too. You can't do morning I sex. How? Don't even. I can't do morning anything. Don't touch me. Don't look at me. Don't talk to me. <laughs> but see, Ugh. that's what's crazy about me is that I don't usually like that shit in the morning. But if it comes to sex, yeah, I'm okay. You can wake me up. Because when I wake up, <laughs> I gotta pee yeah. and. Mm-mm-mm. So, Bambi said hers. What about you, Chanel? I I do like to fuck in the morning. That is my favorite time of day to like get it on and pop in. Um, <laughs> it, it really it really is that is like just like fresh out of bed. And I, I don't know. I feel like, like, like you know. I also like I do that. <laughs> Like, you know, I play The Sims a lot. You know when The Sims fuck and it's like the fireworks. <laughs> yes, me too. <laughs> Not The Sims. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, like that is the time of day that we both like to have sex. And, and then also like in the middle of the night, like that is like, that is like another, um, that's another time that we also, that, you know, is like my like, I, I don't know, like. So was this a discovery? (laughs) Was this a quarantine discovery though, or is this something you knew? No, I really didn't know it before. Cause like before, like, you know, it would just like, you know, like the main time, like when I had roommates, it was like the best time to do it was at night. You know what I'm saying? Like when everybody went to sleep. But like, you know, now that it's like us, like, you know what I'm saying? Like we can fuck like any time of the day. Anywhere. Why not do it when you get it like going? Mm -mm. Y'all can fuck anywhere. That's crazy. Uh, Also anywhere, you know? Y'all litter. Mm-mm. My, my <laughs> nuts are scheduled and none of them are in the morning. Oh my Not god. My nuts are scheduled. Yeah, I have a schedule. So 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 how so Wildcat, I know that you are already very familiar with a lot of your different kinks and sexual interests, but was there anything during quarantine that you were like, oh, I didn't even know that? Um no, I wish. It's been real boring in the discovery department. I will say what oh, it's been discovering other people 
Um, So what I really appreciate about this time, uh, I think in a lot of ways, I'm very thankful for my personal experience of COVID. Obviously, this is a catastrophe for the world at large. But, you know, for me, I've been I've been getting a lot of really good things out of this. And one of those things that's been very fascinating to watch is other people coming into their own, like not even just clients, Mm -hmm. but like friends. So I really appreciate, I've been seeing a lot of people who were a little like in their comfort zone, but now that they're so horny and they've been going so long, their minds are opening up. So I'm seeing more people create, you know, their little alt accounts. I'm seeing more people saying, oh, I'm watching this for the first time. So I am really discovering other people discover what they actually like or what they're actually open to. Mm. Like I've had a lot of friends come to me and say, I'm watching porn that I've never watched before because I'm just so pressed that I'm open-minded or I'm so bored that I'm open-minded. And that's very attractive to me because that's the circle of people I tend to run with is the really open-minded ones. So, or the ones that like to think they're open-minded. Twitter porn will change your mind completely. It's just like, it's so many flavors on there. It's so many like flavors and like you know. You will come like, across some things that you'll be like, "Now I didn't even think of that." And like, oh, like oh, enjoying so this. Many, like, <laughs> so many, so many this is, is. So okay, my thing, my quarantine thing, and I haven't acted on it yet, which makes it probably even hotter to me. Is like bottoming. Like, oh, yeah, I'm so you've been, you've been obsessed with the idea of bottoming. Yeah, I know y'all have seen me talk that is about hilarious. it. But, like, I am so obsessed with the idea of bottoming. I like, I, I feel like you're fucking, gonna, you're gonna do I it. I wanna be like fucking once. bottomed out. I wanna be fucking pounded. Lucy the pillow fucking, princess. You're gonna do it. To, <laughs> you're gonna do it once and be over it. Do what I do to me, basically. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> And they, oh, and they you know, you're gonna have to go to another neighborhood, then. You know, you're gonna have to geolocate. Well, I'm ready. So you you, you saw me. I'm trying to find out where they at. You where they at? True. True. That is true. Chicago. That's the wild thing to me is that. I'd be like, where the hell they at? People be like, uh, where do you Chicago where do you find man. like the hookups? Bitch, just go on Twitter. Like, why are y'all acting like y'all can't use Twitter? No, because black people in Chicago use Twitter. Uh, like black people on the South Side in Chicago use Twitter like it's grinder. And that stresses me out. Like yeah, I that's true. personally I hate it, but I love I love seeing it, but I, I cannot like I'm like, did you really just text me and ask me if I'm free right now on Twitter? Like I just <laughs> It blows my mind, but it's so funny. Yeah, you got to go out south. I love that shit. Yeah. Ooh, and you got a car. This is what you need to do. This is some bullshit. You're just going to drive around the neighborhood. Roll you a little block. (laughs) With the app on. I'm going to give you some homework right now. No, I'm a sensitive bottom. I'm going to be a sensitive bottom at first. This is your homework, Lucy. You need to roll a block. You listening? <laughs> so you're gonna roll a blunt. You're gonna get in your car, and you're gonna drive okay. south on Lakeshore, and you're just gonna get off at some okay. exit, some exit. Just get off. And you're gonna open your little phone, your little ge- geolocator apps, and just sit there, and just like sit in your car, and just see what's out there. And also, you you know, you, you and that beard, you probably on scruff. You need to get on Jack. 
Bitch, with everybody said the black people. Jack is Jack. black's grinder. Boots. <laughs> Jacked in Twitter. That's that's all they use. But that shit stresses me out. Lock your wallet in the um lock your wallet in the glove compartment because trade is about to be <laughs> Six feet, come to the window, girl. And I wish, I wish this booty hole is approved. I'd be talking a big game, but yeah, right. This not yeah, right. Not yeah, right. Just look, just in your car and look. Not you. Somebody gonna have to finesse this booty hole. Get me, not you over here. Like I want to be the sluttiest bottom, and then you're like, but you are gonna have to work for it. Yeah, yeah. Well, what's wrong with that? Right. Lucy, I'm gonna send you a profile. Going on, pushy princess teams. I'm gonna send you a profile. I'm gonna send you a diagnosis. That's true. That's true. What I mean. True. It's, 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 true. It's not a mind game. Like it's really you tricking yourself that you like want to go through this, and then you're like, oh girl, I'm going through this, and you're like, oh, yeah, girl. <laughs> girl, what? <laughs> I didn't start bottom until this year, and it was just very much like you have to trick yourself into doing it. (laughs) That makes sense. It was like something that, like you know, I would have been like so anti. Like I've been like I've been fucking since I was like seventeen, so I had like been topping all these years. And to think about like you know getting fucked was like oh hell no, I'm not doing this. And so like because I was like so afraid of it, like like it just like wasn't working. And then I was like, okay, girl, it's nothing to be afraid of. Like true, and then true, like it's nice. So it's like really bottom it is just a mind. You must be brave. (laughs) Okay, girl, I was uh, the first girl that went to war because it will hurt. (laughs) See, see, my toys, my toys have tricked me into thinking that like I could totally just do it. I'm like, oh yeah, I've used all my toys. No, or you could just stick to the toilet. No. People do that. Oh no, you're you're ready. You're you're ready. No. <laughs> yeah, I'm like no, She's trying to get spit roasted, no. okay? She wants to stand in the stomach on her back. And girl, it's nothing like it, girl. That would be a glorious twenty twenty one gift. Okay. Hey, nothing like a nigga on your back. The roast of Lucy. <laughs> Pie is Lucy's school. That's 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 what the OnlyFans gonna be called. The roast of time. Oh yes! Oh my God! Yes. So I've been talking. I've been talking about it, but I think I'm finally gonna like nail it down. But I'm going to start this OnlyFans and finally do this like video series that I've been talking about for like four fucking years. Um, I'm probably work with Wildcat. Like with me and Wildcat, I've actually talked about this before. But I want to start this like uh, video series to talk about sexual health. But then I thought I could also do demonstrations with the toys and. Uh, fuck a few people from Chicago on it too, you know, make it extra spicy. And then cut the cameras. Dead ass. Yeah, and then dead ass. Dead ass. Cut the cameras. Because you're about to break this whole fucking open. Let's do it. <laughs> I can relate. Bust it open. I can relate. Bust it the fuck oh open. God damn. So thank you so much to our guest today. This has been yes. like one of my favorite fucking chats. I have not laughed so this fucking, fucking much. Oh my God. Thank you so much, Chanel Mercedes Benz. Chanel, where can the people find you at, love? Okay, so you can find me on Instagram at Chanel Mercedes Benz, everything spelled like the brand. Um, and then you can find me, then you can find me at my deepest, darkest moments on Twitter at <laughs> Rodulet. <laughs> you can find me over there. 
that fraudulent Chanel. Um, and then, and then, girl, um, yeah, and the, and that's where you can find me. Um, okay. <laughs> what's you. your Venmo, bitch? What's your cash app? Oh, yeah. Like, come on now. I'm not, I'm not oh, girl, don't give me no money. Um, no, okay, so my cash app is Austin Devon, A-U-S-T-I-N, um, D-E-V-A-U-G-H-N. And then my Venmo is Chanel Mercedes Benz. And that's, and, and those Why are, she sound like those are the two. <laughs> it wasn't giving me that. <laughs> and Wildcat Shadow, where can we find you? Don't. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. So I was like, do you want to be found? No new friends. Yeah. Y'all be out here reporting Don't. people, posting all kind of bullshit. Oh, no, uh, yeah, it's Wildcat Shadow on everything. And if it ain't there, that means I ain't got it. Period. Okay. Or your friends there reported you me. Oh, nah, I'll be getting stop deleted. reporting people. Like, that's so lame. It's not even so people thank you anymore. Again, babies, for joining thank us. Thank you. For this beautiful chat. Oh, thank you and, for having uh, me. Y'all are yeah, free to go, my loves. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Peace. Love you. Bye. Have a good day, y'all. You know, it really just brightens my day to talk to a group of Black people on these uh, uh, fine afternoons. It really it's so is. much fun. It I'm so really, glad we started really, this. It really, really fucking is. I am so glad that you were down to do this journey along podcasting because we hadn't done this shit before, like, together. It has been such a bright spot in the middle of this fucking quarantine madness and just something that... Um, not only we needed the fucking city of Chicago, the world like needed to be like a part of this discussion with us. So true. And I want, I I want people to be reminded that none of us have done this before and we are doing this for the first time. So thank you for, you know, letting (laughs) us know when we fuck up. We actually like, yeah, I actually appreciate it. I'd be like, girl, you're not reading. We trying to get better. And like, there's a lot of these people that started off with, uh, podcast engineers and everything else and all the equipment like ready to go like we still doing this shit in our apartments with the stuff that like you know we have laying around so i really appreciate everyone that's like also donated so much we actually have new equipment that all of us are going to get set up with which is so fucking brilliant i cannot thank y'all all for that enough it's going to be amazing and then thank you for your money (laughs) and one day we'll be able to even like do this together and have it be like a cute little like kiki yeah Yeah, like in the same room wow Wow. oh my god (laughs) so i think we should like have a little hit one last hit you got you got some weed with you still baby girl you know you're not she drove an hour for that grinder okay let me see if i can hit this through my nose i'm gonna see if i can hit this through my nose should we all try? <laughs> oh, that burnt. Oh, it worked. Oh, it totally worked, though. <laughs> it burned and it made me drool a little bit. But it does work, everybody. <laughs> it's like, oh that, was that was a full-ass hit. What is going on? I do not recommend that, but <laughs> I recommend if you're high as us to at least try it. It's good it's good to know that I can do it. <laughs> oh my fucking god, girl. Thank you again, Bandy, for uh this beautiful episode and uh also just fucking no, being thank here you. with me and being one of the best relationships I have in my life right now. I love you. I love you, so I love you too, sister. I can't wait till we can record this shit together. 
All right. Yes. So, uh, and with that being said, I will see y'all later, Chicago. Bye. <laughs> booby, booby blunts, Kool Aid out. That's right, y'all. We are drops. Mike walks episode. off we stage left. Next week. Love you so much. Bye bye.